This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Honey and by Babbel. So I recently looked through our vast archives and did the math, and it turns out we actually went, at one point, a full seven months without covering Jacob Wool wow. at all, uh, from November of last year up until June. And that's pretty nuts when you consider how often Jacob Wool and his partner in literal crime, <laughs> uh, Jack Berkman, were on our radar throughout the entire Donald Trump administration. And these guys and their idiotic right-wing stunts were a bottomless well of content for a long time. But after regularly defaming and exploiting people for years, the law finally caught up with them in the lead-up to the 2020 election, when they were charged in multiple jurisdictions for sending out illegal robocalls intended to suppress the vote in predominantly black parts of the country, which they probably could have easily gotten away with if they hadn't identified themselves by name in the robocalls. Mr. Police, I gave you all the clues. They, they certainly did. Yeah. So yeah, they're looking at potentially serious time behind bars and millions in fines. And that's on top of other legal trouble like Jacob Wool's felony charges for running some sort of illegal investment scheme. Both Wool and Berkman have been banned from basically every reputable social media platform. Most of their former allies in the right-wing griftosphere have cut ties with them. And even journalists who previously got clicks off covering Wool and Berkman's boneheaded stunts have stopped doing so, presumably after realizing that these guys thrive off of attention, no matter how negative that attention is. And the best course of action is to just ignore. Yeah. So the last time Wall and Berkman ended up on our radar, it was over something that received literally no mainstream news coverage. Jack Berkman was pretending to be on a hunger strike and so seriously ill that he'd lost all of his hair. Wow. This was their most pathetic and lowest effort stunt yet. And the only coverage it received was from YouTube videographer Ford Fisher and YouTube prank caller Prank Stallone. And the whole thing was clearly just a plea for attention and attempt to relive the glory days when people still cared whenever these guys would regularly accuse prominent Democrat politicians of outlandish, sexually perverse things. Uh, you know, for a while there, Jacob Wall was on a tear with his, uh, his uh, sexual fiction writing. Yeah, he really had a little renaissance period there. Yeah. He got off in all sorts of messed up weird ways. I'm sure it, it, somewhere on Amazon is a, uh, a, a handful of digital published books that are all romance novels based around yeah. his deepest desire. This guy, if he had followed his true calling of being just a normal pervert, <laughs> Yeah. Things would be better off for mm -hmm. him. But this latest bit of Wool Berkman news that we're about to cover has also received no mainstream press coverage, and it comes to us entirely via a prominent TikTok account. But it actually probably should get mainstream press coverage because getting the word out about this could very well prevent more very bad things from happening to unsuspecting people. Yeah, this, this because... is back to classic Berkman Wall in... in Ways that are even more serious than what they did back then. Yeah, this story's really, like, not even that funny. It's mostly just messed up. Yeah, they're, they're fucking with private citizens in a way that uh, is very bad and emotionally manipulative and uh, potentially damaging. Um, yeah, and even worse in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, it's, and, and a lot of it is likely, almost certainly... Uh, illegal yeah. in, in various ways, and, and clearly the various charges that these guys are already facing somehow isn't enough to stop them from continuing to do extremely shady shit. Yeah, this gets pretty gnarly. It gets like dark. They've, they've gone uh, in a very bad direction. Uh, it, after, after years of uh, doing terrible things, 
but things that made them look like bumbling idiots. Yeah, terrible, they're actually, but mostly harmless they've things. They've pivoted towards complete, being completely sinister. Yeah, uh, these guys are, like, I, I'm pretty sure they're both somewhere on the sociopathy scale. Because mm-hmm. um, it's bad. It seems as though they do not have empathy. Em- yeah, for other yeah, For other beings. people, yeah. yeah. So anyways, apparently last year, Wallen Berkman started a new project called Predator DC, a video series on Jacob Wall's YouTube channel, which is basically a knockoff of To Catch a Predator. The premise is very similar. Basically, catfish child predators on social media and dating apps, schedule a date, and then confront them with a camera crew to expose them to the world for the nonces they are. A lot of YouTube channels have this premise, and at its core, the concept seems commendable. Kid diddlers are, of course, very, very, very bad and should be exposed uh, to prevent them from hurting more children. But To Catch a Predator had several things that most of these YouTube knockoffs don't have, like the cooperation of law enforcement, the input of actual experts, proper legal understanding of entrapment, and various safeguards to ensure that things don't go off the rails and endanger anyone's safety. And even with all that, the show still crossed all sorts of ethical boundaries to the point that it was taken off the air, and in the 15 years since then, no other TV show has attempted a similar format, Mm -hmm. because it's such a can of worms. Yes. Uh, So back to Predator DC. Scrubbing through their videos, it does look like a less polished version of To Catch a Predator, with all of the most obvious ingredients. But Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman are idiots! So you know that they haven't considered any of the legal or uh, ethical aspects of any of this. Knowing these guys, you also might just assume that even the Predators are just actors hired off Craigslist. But that doesn't actually appear to be the case, at least according to a woman who Wall and Berkman hired to act as uh, fake underage bait, who seems to have had a truly awful experience working for these scumbags. Yeah, so again, the only source covering this story is a prominent TikTok account, uh, Tizzy Ant. And you should just go watch his videos about this for the full a uh, terrible story, but basically he came, he came across uh, some other TikTok videos posted last month by a young woman who goes by Emma in which she tearfully describes a horrible experience she had working as a fake underage decoy actress on an unnamed To Catch a Predator knockoff. Uh, she says that the showrunners reached out to her on Instagram, red flag one, yeah. uh, with the job offer, which is very sus right out the gate. Uh, she says that when they asked if she had any acting experience, they were pleased to learn uh, that she actually happens to be an adult film actress. So what are the odds? Yeah, so obviously they knew she was an adult film performer before they asked, oh, wow, Wait, hold on. You, you're you saying, hmm, well, okay. What are the odds? Uh, it's not exactly spelled out on her Instagram, but it is implied, and her Linktree URL in her profile confirms it. So anyways, her employers, whoever they might be, said that's great because it means they don't need to use a body double for all the nudes they're going to be sending out to their predators, which... Uh, yeah, that's definitely not something uh, that To Catch a Predator even did. No. Uh, but this girl is clearly young and a, and a bit naive and seems to have assumed that everything else about this production was on the level. Well, they're making a TV show, so, I mean, yeah, not I mean, just anyone can anyway. do that. I wouldn't want to upset the producer, so... Uh, yeah, and just, you know... Even if this was a legit TV show, you uh, yeah, should... Red flags everywhere about Yeah, this. television... And movie productions um, regularly do things that uh, they shouldn't do. I mm-hmm. mean, the, the Alec Baldwin situation being one of the most extreme examples. But um, yeah, you should not assume that uh, film and TV producers have your best interests in mind, even in the most 
legit looking situations, yeah. which this was not. So anyway, this woman explains that what was pitched to her was that she would come to D.C., they'd put her up in a hotel, the hours would be easy, and the whole thing would be totally safe. But when she got to D.C., uh, they met up with her at some random location and then made her ditch her car and come with them to the set, uh, where they f- informed her that uh, actually she's going to be staying there the whole time and she's not allowed to leave. You're going method with this role. Yeah. So uh, she also ended up having to text, call, and FaceTime potential predators uh, from early in the morning until late at night. Just all day long, which has got to be great for your mental health. Your mental health. Yeah. Uh, It sounds like most of the potential predators ended up bailing on meeting up IRL. Uh, But Emma says that despite being told that everything would be safe for her, uh, the few that did show up ended up touching her inappropriately, kissing her without her consent, and worse. She says the production finally got shut down by police when they came to respond to the sexual assault that happened on set. But then once she was out uh, out of there, the showrunners were calling and texting her nonstop, demanding that she come back and finish the job. Um, it just, I mean, obviously red flags all over the place, but you're talking about someone who's young. Yeah, and, she doesn't know and, how any of this works. And potentially like desperate to break into uh, legitimate uh, yeah. productions. So going along with it to the point where it becomes, I mean, lines were stepped immediately. But just the fact that in any real realistic production of something like this, that the actress yeah. would be texting and FaceTiming with uh, potential predators is insane. Yeah, it makes uh, that's another thing uh, to catch predator uh, did not do and anything then, like that. And then even being in the same physical space because if you've seen the show the girl always leaves and then is in a completely yeah, separated should, by walls the or, decoy is never in the physical presence of the the john or whatever yeah it's uh, uh <laughs> so yeah red flags all over the place yeah so this everything she's described but not her fault because this no, is two people preying yeah, on her yeah it's yeah she was taken advantage of yes but yeah all this is horrifying and yes the unnamed showrunners were Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman. Mm-hmm. And we know that because that other TikToker, Tizzy Ent, reached out to Emma to interview her and go deeper into what exactly happened to her. Uh, and in his videos, he also reveals a lot more disturbing details about how these two sociopaths ran this whole production. Uh, for example, an insane detail that Emma forgot to mention was that when she arrived and was given a phone to talk to all these predators, uh, she scrolled back through the conversations that the predators had already been having with Wall and Berkman and saw that they hadn't actually said anything about her being underage yet. Despite having already sent them all just a bunch of lewd pictures of her to uh, lure them over. Uh, so, yeah, apparently their plan was to tell these guys that the uh, the girl was that they were talking to was underage right before they actually showed up in person, which Emma correctly thought was stupid. Uh, so she just went ahead and told them, and of course, most of them immediately backed <laughs> oh, off. Okay, well... I'm not coming I over. Thought, yeah, I thought this was a consenting relationship. Also, with it. why did you send me child pornography? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and this, you know, also leads... Now I have to throw my phone in the ocean. To Yeah, yeah and uh, to believe that uh, they were setting up potentially people to take the fall for something they weren't even yeah. committing to. It's, I mean, I don't know. I, this it, whole thing is, is... It could be entrapment. It's yeah. got elements of entrapment to it. Like, but obviously, it, if, you can, if you say, okay, that sounds good. I love... Love teenagers, then yeah, yeah. obviously that's bad. But, but like, it's still, this is not how you're. It this feels be done. like Wall and Berkman were uh, gonna do a little razzle dazzle uh, with the footage, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, 
Uh, some other interesting details. It sounds like the entire production crew was not allowed to leave, not just Emma. Uh, and also, as you'd guess, there were no police involved. Uh, so, yeah, for the guys that did show up, uh, I, well, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. We don't have any law enforcement backup. Uh, Emma thought this was stupid also, but Jacob and Jack assured her that publicly shaming them on their 4,000 subscriber YouTube show would be a lot more effective than getting law enforcement involved. Yeah, we don't really like cops around here. We've had some bad experiences with them. Don't look it up, though. Don't Google our names. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also, uh, Tiziant also talked to uh, another, uh, or a producer that uh, Jacob and Jack hired for this show, uh, who also went into this whole thing oblivious to what a nightmare it would be. Uh, This producer says that once she'd had enough and was ready to just bail, uh, Jacob screamed at her and physically attacked her to stop her from leaving. Uh, And... She only stuck around for Emma's sake because mm-hmm. she was worried worse things would happen to her. Uh, Emma also ended up feeling really sick in the midst of all this. And Jacob uh, gave her just a random pill that he said was for blood pressure, but which Emma believes might have been a prescription painkiller because she soon, soon started uh, feeling very drugged. Wow. Uh, anyways, the whole reason the show ends up getting completely shut down is that despite not having the police in on their predator sting operation, they had to call the cops multiple times. First, on a predator that apparently brought illegal drugs with him. Another time, because a guy who bolted left behind a bag with drugs and weapons in it. And the third time, because of the guy that literally assaulted Emma. Yeah, and about that assault. So, like we said, on the actual To Catch a Predator, the decoy always just sort of tells the predator to let themselves in and then shouts from another room that, oh, they'll be right, I'll be right in. Uh, And that's when Chris Hansen pops out. They're never... Physically, there is some sort yeah. of barrier between them uh, where where the police could, you know, intervene. Yeah. So for Jack and Jacob's show, uh, they had Emma answer the door each time after, you know, trying to get these guys as horned up as possible over text and whatnot. And so right at the door is where all that unwanted touching took place. So, yeah, the cops finally put together what the hell is going on at the house. At this point that they've showed up to three separate times in one day. And uh, when they figure out that this is a a shitty knockoff of To Catch a Predator, they're they're understandably fucking pissed. So they shut the whole goddamn thing down. Uh, Emma, of course, hasn't yet been paid at this point. Uh, She says that she was initially promised $20,000. But Jacob, of course, acts like she's crazy and tells her uh, it's only $10,000. Give it to her still. Okay. And then when the producer asks Jack about it, he says they're not actually paying Emma at all. She's just doing this for exposure. So Emma, of course, hasn't seen a single cent from this experience, and it sounds like it's the same for the whole crew. Apparently, Jack Berkman told crew members who complained about not getting paid that he has cancer, and it's really rude for them to hassle him about money. And he definitely doesn't have cancer, by the way. This is another lie. Alopecia is a serious disease! How dare you ask a man undergoing chemotherapy to pay you for the labor that he hired you for? Yes. That's very rude. Mm Mm-hmm. You're not going to last long in this town if you go around asking sick people to pay you for the work that you've done for them. It's common courtesy. Yeah. Uh, Also, because Emma was the one to file the three police reports from the shoot, she's now uh, apparently has to go appear in court for three separate cases and relive this whole shit show. And she doesn't live in D.C., so she's going to have to travel up there uh, to do it. And uh, oh, yeah. Disclaimer. All this is based on what two people said. It may not have all gone down exactly how it was described, but this does sound exactly like the kind of shit these assholes would do. This is their M.O. 
We've been covering them long enough, paying attention to how they work. This this has got Jack and Jacob written all over yes. it. Yes. It's very similar to stories that people have told after responding to Craigslist ads and unwittingly getting involved in their earlier schemes. Uh, there was even that guy who they had make those accusations against Pete Buttigieg, who said that he was essentially kidnapped and not allowed to leave Jack's house, which there's a pattern there. Yeah. Anyways, we've said this many times about many things these guys have done, but this is somehow the slimiest, most awful grift that they've ever gotten up to. Wall and Jack Berkman cannot possibly sink any lower. I mean, they might manage to do it. They did it this time when we thought that they, they couldn't do, they couldn't get any worse. They proved us wrong. I mean, it was bad enough when they were throwing out fake sexual assault allegations every other week, but now they're apparently enabling real sexual assault against people with the misfortune of not just Googling their names before coming to work for them. Uh, this story, it's not funny. It's just horrific. And these men belong in prison for a very long time. Uh, it's one of the worst indictments against our entire criminal justice system that Jack Berkman and Jacob Wall aren't already sitting in a jail cell. Enough. Yeah, they, these guys' faces should be up on every like telephone pole in the the D.C. It, metro area. And it just shows how Do much they don't trust these they're men. They're so brazen. Like, the fact that they use their real names that you could clearly Google. Yeah. Yeah. It's brazen. Yeah, it's brazen in a way where it's like, that's part of, uh, you know, that's sort of, that's an asset for them. Because most people is like, no. Yeah. No one would go and do that. That mm -hmm. would be insane and ridiculous. Yeah. Nope. No qualms. These guys are completely without qualms. Qualmless. Qualmless. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fucking horrible. But yeah. let's move on now to another harebrained conservative grift that thankfully managed to mostly only harm the person doing the grifting. Uh, but first, let's read from a story from back in September 2020 uh, to set the stage. Uh, it was, you know, As you'll recall, that time was a pretty tense moment for this country. It was right before the 2020 election and right after a summer full of protests against police violence and racism in cities across the country. So here's CBS Minnesota from back then. A Brooklyn Center family says their garage and trucks were burned early Wednesday morning, and they believe it was because of the Trump 2020 flags that were draped over them. The FBI and ATF have been called in to investigate the fire at Dennis and Deanna Mola's home. Quote, I heard just a big loud boom or a bang, Dennis says. The first thing for me was my kids, my wife. What's going on? The family's garage, trucks, and trailer were burned just after 3 a.m. Wednesday. Graffiti on the garage read Biden 2020, BLM, short for Black Lives Matter, and the anarchy symbol of an A with a circle around it. Two 3x5 Trump flags were on the trailer and truck. Uh, wow, yeah, what does this country come to when, when people's garages are getting firebombed just for supporting the president? Except, look, aside from the conservatives who just ate all this shit up like catnip, a lot of people were very suspicious of the arsonist's choice of graffiti here. It just seemed a bit weird that they would tag both Biden 2020 and the anarchy symbol. Yeah, considering how actual anarchists aren't especially interested in either of America's two national political parties. Uh, it's almost like this was a false flag built on the dumb Fox News notion that far leftists, they, they all love Joe Biden. It's, he's our favorite. Who is, you know, the furthest left president America's ever seen. He's basically American Mao and yeah, yeah. American leftists love Joe Biden. They do. They love him. Mm hmm. Uh, also, as many pointed out, the anarchy symbol uh, on this garage, not even done correctly, doesn't have the line going through it. Mm -hmm. And also, what the hell kind of Antifa super soldier dots their eyes? Ridiculous. Nevertheless, Fox News did uh, absolutely eat this shit up. But, uh, well, here's a report this week from Insider. 
In his indictment, prosecutor said, in reality, as Mola well knew, Mola started his own property <gasps> on fire. Oh my gosh. Uh, Mola spray painted the graffiti on his own property. What? And there were no unknown males near his home. Mola was charged with wire fraud over his false insurance claims and two fundraisers in his name. According to the indictment, he made multiple insurance claims totaling $300,000. <laughs> the company rejected some, but paid out $61,000, it said. In response, according to the document, Mola threatened to report the insurance company to authorities. He also raised $17,000 in donations from two GoFundMe fundraisers, the indictment said. Well, thoughts and prayers to that guy. I don't feel bad about the people who gave him money. Yeah, no. Not at all. But I do love that uh, he was indicted and uh, brought to justice. Yeah, and I, I'm sure Laura Ingram's retraction, Ben Shapiro's retraction. Uh, first thing. Coming, right, coming as, right when they go live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, meanwhile, we've got more elections coming up in just a few months, and a lot of people in this country are just understandably exhausted by politics at this point. So when Ulster County, New York, decided to hold a little contest for the design of their I Voted stickers that they'll be using in the upcoming elections, uh, an unlikely design came out as the front runner. Now, most of the finalists look like this, uh, American flags and stars and other typical American iconography. But this design here is the one with by far the most votes (laughs) and will almost certainly be the sticker that voters are given at the polls this November in Ulster County, New York. So um, this rules, but what's happening here exactly? Uh, Here's the New York Times. The entry from Hudson Rowan 14 was an electric concoction of colors, a pink and purple and turquoise creature with a wild bloodshot stare, a toothy neon grin and spider-like legs. To the right, scrawled in red letters, I voted. Miss Ditus, the county's de- uh, Democratic Commissioner of Elections, immediately printed out the design and started showing it to people in her office. Everyone's reaction was the same, she said. It made them smile. This design is colorful and crazy and kind of weird, she said. It's just not what you think of when you think of a traditional I voted sticker, so we all kind of love it. The Republican Election Commissioner, John Quigley, agreed. I found it best when someone tweeted, This is how we all feel about politics right now, he wrote in an email. Cool. Yeah, I love it. This should be the nationwide sticker. Yeah, it should be the new American flag. Yeah, I and, think so, too. And they should add it to video games. It looks kind of like a Binding of Isaac uh, creature. Or... Uh, the one Bluetooth stands for my respect for the police. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, you know, if you're American and tired of all this politics, well, try living over in the UK right now. Woo, lad. Yeah. Uh, their government's a total shit show at the moment. Lots of banter. Uh, yeah, lots of top-tier bants. Mm-hmm. Uh The Boris Johnson government has completely imploded, as you know. Um, And meanwhile, on top of all that, the UK is looking at potentially its highest temperatures ever recorded coming up on Monday. I love that the the reactions online are just like, what do we do? (laughs) This is this is bad. Yeah. So look, 40 degrees Celsius or 104 degrees Fahrenheit might not seem exceptionally hot if you live in some parts of the U.S. It's 104 here today. Yeah. Or at least, you know, it it does. It won't seem record breaking Mm -hmm. to you, but it's very unusual for the U.K a very cold, temperate... Yeah, uh, dank. Yeah, climate. Uh, it's And it's also, it's just not built for that sort of thing. It's no. like, people are so weird about temperatures. Uh, it's like, you know, whenever it gets like at or below freezing in like LA or anywhere in the Southwest, people are like, oh, you big baby. It's like, my house is made out of fucking drywall. There's no insulation. <laughs> yeah. At least in the UK, like all the rich people have castles. They're very, very well insulated. Yes, yes. <laughs> just go below the ground. I don't understand why the peasants just simply don't retreat to the underground. Why don't you light your pyre <laughs> to heat your castle? 
so virtually nobody in the UK has air conditioning in their homes that they can just turn on when and wait this heat wave out. Uh, it's potentially very dangerous, especially for the elderly. Every couple summers, a heat wave like this hits continental Europe and hundreds of old people die from it. So you'd think that taking proper precautions would be something that all people would agree on. But you would be wrong. Here's the independent. A conservative MP has claimed that people taking precautions during the heat wave are snowflakes <laughs> and cowards. John Hayes, who was previously a government minister at the Climate Change Department, suggested that fear of the heat was everything wrong with modern Britain and the state in which we now live. It comes as forecasts hit a record-breaking 40 degrees of heat on Monday and Tuesday amid Met Office warnings that people should stay inside and avoid the sun. But Sir John, a Brexiteer who voted against reintroducing COVID restrictions, told The Telegraph, this is not a brave new world, but a cowardly new world where we live in a country where we frightened of the heat. It is not surprising that in snowflake Britain, the snowflakes are melting. Thankfully, most of us are not snowflakes. <laughs> the idea that we clamor for hot weather for most of the year and then shut down when it does heat up is indicative of the state in which we now live. We enjoy the weather. Please heat up further. Oh, it's you, you, you were complaining about the cold. Now you're complaining about it being hot. <laughs> Hypocrite much? Ridiculous. You want it to be warm. And now that it's scalding hot, it's always oh, it's too warm. God. These people are never happy. This country's gone too woke. Yeah. These these damn woke British people don't want to die of heat exhaustion. Yeah. You know, we used to have a stiff upper lip in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, we you, they won't eat. We, we put the, the red poppy on every year to honor our brave soldiers. And now these people are complaining about a little bit of a record breaking, uh, you know, clearly climate change originated heat. Yeah. It's it's pathetic. We used to run the world, damn it. I have to uh, literally go use the bathroom. Anyway, before we move on to the headlines half of the show, this episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. We all shop online. We've all seen that promo code field taunting us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you will watch the prices drop. Of course, uh, famous now, part of the lore of Internet Today, the, the monocular. Not only did I get myself a monocular, got one for Elliot. Yeah, double, and, double the savings. And, yeah, and exactly. So when Honey got both <laughs> of those codes going, uh, technically, that's like 24% or something I saved. And I, yeah, I've been shopping, uh, been buying a lot of just random stuff at the local hardware store mm -hmm. and you, you order it online you go pick it up in a locker and uh, how did you get it for this cheap uh, every time i do it i get uh, honey gold uh, points yeah, there you go. i'm just racking them up mm -hmm. uh, honey doesn't just work on desktop it also works on your iphone too you just activate it on safari on your phone and save on the go if you don't already have honey you could be straight up missing out on savings and by getting it you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting our show we would never recommend something we don't use so get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash weird. That is joinhoney.com slash weird. And this episode is sponsored by Babbel. Uh, we've both traveled to a lot of places, and while it's nice that so many people around the world speak English, uh, after a while you do start to feel like a little bit of a jerk for not learning more of the local language yourself before getting there. Mm -hmm. Well, for all your summer travels, whether you're going abroad or staying domestic and want to immerse yourself in the culture, now is the perfect time to start Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, there's still time to learn a new language before you reach your destination. 
And having tested out Babbel's Spanish lessons, it's not just words and phrases. You're learning how to have actual conversations. And with Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. So you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com weird. That is B-A-B-B-E-L dot com weird for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. All right, let's get into the weirdest, craziest headlines from around the world this week. Starting with... Starting with more political nonsense from other parts of the world. Sri Lankan president resigns by email after fleeing to Singapore. I hope this email finds you well. I will no longer be president. I hope it finds you at all. I I have fled the country. Yeah, I haven't been following this too closely, but uh, whatever this guy did to piss off uh, his citizens, uh, they they stormed the presidential palace and Mm -hmm. they're just hanging out there. It's like... uh, it's similar to when the Taliban took over the palace in Afghanistan. It's just all these dudes like walking around like, wow, this huh. place is the new digs really are, nice. Really nice yeah. Wow. People live like this. Yeah. So there's uh, <laughs> just people swimming in the president's pool. It's not a guy using the president's shower. Yeah. Having, having a great time. And he's out of there. Yeah, of course. But they're uh, they're like, I don't know. Is, it, is an email legally binding? We're going to need uh, going to need like more of proof that you really really want to leave aside from fleeing the country uh, this is uh this is uh, a trend that is uh happening all over the globe with uh, prime ministers stepping down in various countries what is it Italy's Italy tried to n- tried to and they told him no yeah i saw a funny graph it's like the approval ratings of all of these leaders that have resigned are still higher than joe biden's approval rating yeah there you go but no american president will ever leave office voluntarily it's just not something that happens nixon yeah, it was sort of, but like it was like a he was forced out because the, there was just so much overwhelming evidence against yeah. him that he he you know he might be charged with crimes if he stayed in okay, office. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll leave. But uh, clearly, in the Trump era, like we've we've passed that point. No yeah. president will ever leave willingly, uh, no matter how much Americans hate them. Yes, just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Chinese ice cream brand goes viral after products don't melt even when blasted with a blowtorch. Sounds like an endorsement to me. I, I love my ice cream that just remains ice no matter the heat conditions around it. I bet England could use a lot of this Chinese ice cream right now. Yeah, I bet they developed this as a torture thing for people with sensitive teeth. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, like, I don't know. Ice cream melting does, it's, you know. It's, so, some of the best t- parts of the ice cream are when it's melting and it's uh, you get like the more... I like at the end... Uh, when I eat ice cream, I, I eat it out of a coffee cup, and at the end, I just... A coffee cup? A little coffee cup. Yeah. Every time? Yeah. Uh, you have coffee cups dedicated, I assume, strictly no, to... They're just my smaller coffee cups. I don't have ice cream bowls that I just keep around. I don't but, eat ice but, cream but, like, oh, It's like a ceramic cup. Yeah. Okay. Just like a, a little, mug. A little tassa. Okay. Yeah. I like a cone. Well, yeah, but I don't keep cones in the house. Well, I don't eat ice cream at the house, so... I will, we'll occasionally get... Uh, Get a little jar of Ben and Jerry's, you know? You know what I recently had for the first time? It was really good. Apple pie with ice cream. 
For the first time? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Get out of this country, <laughs> sir. <laughs> my my parents... Show me your papers. They, they never had pie. It was like... What? Yeah. Like, it, dessert was like, oh... Even there, like, there was no dessert. It was like, you'd go to a birthday and it would be birthday cake. There was never... Never a pie thing. If it was like a big like Thanksgiving thing, someone yeah, would bring a pie. But I wasn't used to eating it, so I'd be like, "What? What's this? Just give me ice cream." You never went to any like weird plantation style restaurants where this was uh... a Cracker Barrel. We, I mean, we have one in Orange County, literally called the Plantation, which uh... I went to Soup Plantation, but they didn't have any pie. Well, no, uh, uh, no, and it, well, it, when the option was available, I always went because at a place like that, it would be like, okay, well. Do you want a slice of this, to me at the time, a child, disgusting looking pie? Or do what? You, or do you want the soft serve ice cream with the sprinkles on it? Oh, my God. Because it's right there. This like is so, insane. But it was really good. It was yeah! one apple pie with a, with a <laughs> scoop of vanilla ice cream and the flavors together. Oh, my stars. But that's what you get. Look, when you have, when you don't experience a lot of things, like I, I experienced a lot when I was a kid. I'm not saying my childhood was bad. But like uh, certain things that blow people's mind like this. It's like, well, now I get to enjoy it for the first time in my 30s, which I can actually appreciate it now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Big Apple Pie fan. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. It's, it is good. And, and you can do a cheap version. You go to McDonald's, you get the apple pie, and you get a little the small ice cream, and you just eat them together. Mm, I don't know about that. But yeah, anyway, this Chinese ice cream has apparently got some chemicals in it that stop it from actually melting, and people are... Wondering uh, what what what's the deal? With I'm that? intrigued. <laughs> Tell me more. It's this like, is like literally holding a blowtorch up to it, and it just turns black, but n- no moisture. Do you want no your condensation? Uh, do, you, do you would you like your charbroiled ice cream? Uh, they in Japan they were doing. Uh, it was really big. Ice like, cream free, tempura. No, it was like well, I've had that. That's good. Uh, but uh, you know, like ultra frozen ice cream, where they do it in like the uh, the stuff that freezes. Liquid stuff nitrogen. Each, yeah, 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 yeah. They got a few places to do that in uh, Koreatown. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. You know what I don't like that people seem to be into the rolled ice cream. I had it. It was I don't know. It's it's like you're, it's it's like Benihana. You're there to like see them. Yeah, hey, yeah, do the scrape. It's cool. Yeah, they're doing this whole thing, but they've it's got like, a cold stone. They sing the songs. Yeah, and for me, it's those it's poor bastards. Cr- cookies and cream milkshakes or bust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Survey suggests about half of Japanese companies has an old guy who does nothing. And we can't lose him because yeah. then the whole company is going to go down. He's our lucky charm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd say this is probably true for a lot of countries, but in, in Japan, it seems like it's especially easy to like reach a certain treading water status yeah. at work where you put the bare minimum amount of effort. You're like a George well, you've Costanza. you've perfected it over the years. Yeah. yeah. You... Uh, and uh, yeah, a lot of younger people uh, see these people as uh, bringing down the whole thing. They also they uh, in Japan, it's real nice. They give they they give raises based on seniority uh, often. So just like the amount of time you've been there, by, yeah. by, like, this guy who just does nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, he gets a raise, but he keeps the same job. Oh, he just yeah. keeps uh, he he keeps earning more money just because he's been there longer. Yeah, he clocks in, does the bare minimum, just keeps. You know, keeps out of sight. Walmart has these. They sit at the front door and say hi. Well, that's a that's a different thing. That's it's a weird make work thing for veterans uh, and old people. Old people yeah. whose uh, you know pensions and four hundred one ks aren't gonna actually allow them to retire gracefully. Uh, uh, Joseph, can you can you stop wearing the hat with all the goofy pins all over it? 
That's my World War II veterans cap. <laughs> yeah, people don't like it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bumming people out. That hat with all the flair on it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have flair here. Yeah, this isn't. Forty uh, of my friends died. <laughs> this hey, isn't. Just don't wear it. This isn't butt fuckers. Get that flair out of here. Here, wear this neon green Walmart hat. So yeah. if you get lost, we can find you in the parking lot. <laughs> this is Walmart talking, not me. Yeah. Simone Biles offered coloring book mistaken for child. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, sweetheart. And she is very small. Yeah, she's small. She's le- she's like four foot eight or something. What is it? Um, Pequenta? Pequena. <laughs> Asia. See, I'm is still working Pequena. on my pronunciation. Um, but yeah, she's literally, I think, I think by the numbers, the greatest gymnast to ever live. Yeah. And uh, handed a coloring book on a flight. Hey, 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 little girl. Hey, hey, sweetheart. You want a coloring book? Or... Is this your first flight? <laughs> Give her some wings, some plastic wings. <laughs> yeah. You want to come see what the pilot does? <laughs> oh yeah. man that's cool people are resenting her for like getting a nice seat they're like oh, she doesn't even use it they're, all the all the foot space yeah wasted and i guess this she, this was her flight to dc to get like the presidential medal of freedom <laughs> hey little girl <laughs> it's gonna be pretty cool when you show up to the president and you've got these awesome pilot's wings what do you mean you want a mimosa i can bring you an orange juice yeah virgin virgin daiquiri coming right <laughs> okay. up okay <laughs> where's your mommy <laughs> Uh, uh, this is, uh, I'm sure that she didn't find it funny. I, she she did. She posted on Instagram and, and she did say, she's like, that was weird. But the next stewardess brought me a champagne. So it's cool. And I bet the other stewardess felt pretty bad. Also, I have like 50 gold medals. You can't bring me down. True. U.S. tourist falls into Mount Vesuvius after taking selfie. And I know what you're thinking. He, that man is dead, obviously. Clearly. <laughs> that man's vaporized by the lavas of... Mount Vesuvius. Oh, I'm just getting a little look here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it turns out not an active volcano. It's just a big hole at this point. And didn't die. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, he fell a good distance and scraped himself up real bad, but didn't even break any bones. Yeah. But he snuck. He snuck up there. Can't do it. Illegally. He was off the path. Uh, he didn't want to pay. No ticket. No ticket. So he fell in. I, I like kind of like this uh, the new American tourist who just falls off things. Like uh, they should get like a, like a tourist that's like, well, I'm gonna climb that pyramid, and then stumbles and falls and just tumbles all the way down. I mean, your average American tourist would get nowhere near the top of any pyramid. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Nah. Uh, you know what? On second uh, thought, ah, uh, jeez. <laughs> on second thought, I'm going to sit on this camel mm. and literally cause it uh, irreparable harm. You know what? I see a KFC 50 yards <laughs> from this pyramid. Why don't we go Thank over there? God. Looks like it's got a great view. Thank God. That food we had last <laughs> night was awful. Saying it right in front of the family that they stayed with. What the fuck is shawarma? <laughs> Disgusting. They cut it with the fucking electric blade. Yeah. Weird. Well, I'm they sure put they yogurt on it. Yogurt's for, for uh, you know... Keep it in your pocket and and open up your gogurt tube for when you shutting kids up in yeah. the summertime. Yeah, uh, I bet American tourists have definitely fall, fallen into like the the Trevi Fountain or whatever it is. Oh yeah, it's a big problem. Uh, um, yeah, a lot. I feel like a lot of Instagrammers like get in the fountain. You know what it's like? It's like when uh, tourists uh, try to get their pictures taken with the the Queen's Guard, and they just body them. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, these these men are trained to kill. <laughs> they, you cannot get in their way. Stop messing with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A distillery is fighting invasive crabs by turning them into whiskey. Delicious whiskey. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you get 10 crabs. Uh, you, you can convert that at the uh, the vendor in the game to uh, one whiskey. <laughs> and that powers you up. Yeah, it used to be uh, a ridiculous concept, uh, the, the way that you trade things in in video games. But now it's uh, 
becoming true. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize this. I think it's an East Coast problem, but the the green crab, the European green crab, mm -hmm. uh, it's like the most invasive species in the U.S. Uh, they just mimics real life. They just destroy like uh, clams and mussels. Uh, this is 1492 all over they're again. They're just ravenous, and uh, they're, they're too small to really be like, like... No one knows what to do with them. You can make, a, a, I guess, a decent uh, crab brine, though, if you just throw like a million of them in a pot and boil it. Sure. And that's what they're using to make this whiskey. And it's, it's like that, uh, that shit beer from last week, the Singapore, mm. where they're, they're turning sewage into beer. It's just like, we, well, we got to do something with these crabs, so... Uh, Here's something we can do. It's it's whiskey. And hey, don't knock it till you try it. And I do kind of want to try it. I'm sure it doesn't taste bad. I mean, like... Yeah, I mean, crabs are delicious. They got that crabby taste that you can't get anywhere else. Has to be the right crab. Eh, yeah. Usually. Mm -hmm. I'm curious. I'm yeah. open-minded to this crab Send whiskey. Send Elliot a bottle of this whiskey. Send me a bottle of crab whiskey. Yeah. Montana rejects new public library logo over concerns it resembles a pride flag. <sighs> And by resembles a pride flag, it's uh, it has colors in it. Yeah, it has more than like three or four colors, and so uh, we don't want anyone thinking the library's gay. Reading is gay. I'm sure they so, already uh, think that. They just don't want the uh... yeah, like the, the the type of person that uh, associates anything colorful with homosexuality is is not spending a whole lot of time down at the public library. In fact, they may be actively campaigning to abolish. Uh, the public library's very existence. Yeah. I wouldn't worry too much about it, but... You know, for me, the color palette really peaked uh, with Gears of War 2. Just brown yeah. and gray. Yeah. Well, what do you need all the color for? That's how things should be. Yeah. It uh, drives people nuts. Yeah, the type of person to see this specific logo and uh, go into a gay panic probably doesn't even wipe their ass when they poop. Mm-hmm. And that is a thing. Apparently... There, there are men in the world who don't wipe their own ass after taking a shit. Oh, and don't they even walk... bring up bidets around them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't yeah. gay. Why would I bidet? So, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is stupid. Mm -hmm. Man accused of killing friend claims it was to stop him from summoning Sasquatch. I mean, I think, do what you gotta do. I think there was meth involved. Yeah, probably. This was two guys in, like, Oklahoma out doing uh, noodling. Where you catch the fish with your yeah, hands. Yeah, like or late at night, you just stand there in the water up to your knees in the dark and you, you just wait to catch them with your hands. Anyway, they were out there and I'm going to guess there was some drugs involved because uh, one of them became convinced that the other one uh, was using him as bait to capture, to lure Sasquatch over or some sh something like that. Um, they got into a fight and one of the men was killed. So, uh, could you imagine like going? To like a nice peaceful river, wading in, just being like, not not only surrounded by nature, but enveloped by it, and then doing meth. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a good blend to me, but you know what I want. I've this never really, done meth. What in this really relaxing scenario? You know, what would really do the trick. Uh, fucking blowing my brains out with chemicals that make me extremely paranoid and jittery. Yeah. You're not supposed to use the meth on yourself. You're supposed to use it as bait. Yes, like clearly. Can't kill. Like in King of the Hell. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You catch a bass with a piece of crack and I'll let you go today, sir. <laughs> One of the best episodes. Yeah. Anyway, final, pre uh, final pregnancy. Final headline. Pregnant women can't get divorced in Missouri. And this is true. Oh, my God. You literally, uh, like, the state of Missouri will not grant a divorce if the wife is pregnant. And this is bad for women, obviously. Like, if you get impregnated by a man that you don't want to be married to. 
Uh, but it's also, uh, if you're a man married to a woman who cheats on you and gets pregnant with another man's child, you also can't get divorced. Insane. You got to wait till that baby comes out and we can sort out the child custody and the divorce at the same time. <laughs> eh. This year sucks. Yeah. The government sucks. Everything sucks. Everything sucks. Yeah. Send me over to that nebula. Far, far away. It's why I just go on walks <laughs> in my free time. Yeah. Just like, you know, it's nice to put the phone away. Anyways, uh... Oh, yeah, so... We, we've been animated twice we, this week. Yeah, so we talked about that SCP video we appeared in, which was a complete surprise to us. Um, someone else animated a segment that we did a while back about Hank the Tank, mm -hmm. that, that lovely bear that kept... Kept breaking into people's homes which, around... Which uh, might have actually been three bears, apparently, but we, we're not sure. Might have been. Yeah. Who's to say? But exactly. uh, this channel took our Hank the Tank coverage and animated it into a delightful video. Yeah, it's really good. So we'll leave a link to that you down below. It's, definitely watch it. It's very cool. Hopefully they do more. Uh, I'm going to try to DM them on Twitter and just be like, hey, if you've got enough material that you think would work with animations, it would be cool to maybe, maybe do... Maybe uh, uh, let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. The best deals. The best deals. Best deals. Deals in uh, my art form. So if you're watching, uh, look for a DM from us. Anyways, uh, if you haven't seen it already, uh, we talked about it today, but uh, the UK government in shambles. And they're taking it well. Uh, so check out that episode of News Dump where uh, Yakety Sax is now the national anthem <laughs> of England. Uh, and our most recent uh, Tech News Day about uh, Elon Musk just getting sued and... Hopefully this time for real, yeah. and it actually goes through, and he's forced to have consequences for his actions. I, I want to be able to say, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> yeah. All right, check those videos out. We'll see you soon. Uh, enjoy your weekend, and subscribe to the channel. Bye. Bye.